When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week as we head into the Labor Day weekend. So folks, this is the time now as we get into the home stretch of 2022, heading into 2023 to finish strong and start planning for 2023. Again, we highly encourage those that know us here at Sustainable Success to reach out to us at chris at christophersalem.com or send an email to Voice America at the Influencers Channel. We'd be more than happy to chat with you on some ways that we can help you get more prepared in terms of setting intentions and goal setting, whether if it's at a personal level or at the business uh, level, whether if you are a mid-sized corporation to a solopreneur, does not matter. Feel free to reach out to us again at chris at christophersalem.com or at the Voice America Influencers Channel here. Again, we uh, welcome any new listeners that you found us here at the Voice American Influencer Channel. We encourage you to check us out also on Apple Podcasts, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights to help move your business and personal success to the next level. Uh, Again, you can share any input and provide any feedback to the types of content that you'd like to see on future shows. And we will make sure that we align with the right types of subject matter experts that will help to provide insight to move you forward. Again, that's Sustainable Success 2017 on Facebook and then also here at Apple Podcast and Voice America Influencers Channel. Well, our show is being brought to you today by uh, Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types an opportunity to rekindle old relationships, perhaps meet new people for the first time. It takes all the noise out of social media, giving you the opportunity to genuinely connect on content that resonates with you and not having all the notifications that you may get from other types of platforms. Again, this is an opportunity that it is a membership program. So this way it filters out all the noise and all the people spamming you with stuff. This is an opportunity now where you can also tap in as a business owner into a wider array of services that would normally not be available to you on an individual level. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we have a great show, as always, planned for you today. We're going to be talking about taking your business to the next level. You know, early in a company's lifestyle, getting sales is the key to growing any company. However, once the company has grown to a certain point, the complexity of the operation requires systems to be put in place and to continue growing to the next level. Management systems are typically overlooked, but are critical for continued success. Now, today you're going to learn from a subject matter expert. You're going to learn about the six key parts of management system for lower middle market companies and how they can accelerate your growth and also give you time to enjoy time with your family on vacation. So our guest today, before I introduce him formally, is Carl Mayer. He's found a company called Abundant, and he'll be talking a little bit more of that later here on the show that helps companies take their business to the next level of success through management systems. He has over 25 years of experience starting, managing, growing, and advising lower middle market companies. 
In various roles, he has guided numerous established companies to double sales in two to three years while increasing their profits and improving the quality of life for the owner operations. Again, you, this is for you owners to work on your business, not in your business. In addition, Carl has founded three companies that have leveraged uh, software, two of these through their uh, their consulting services. Carl has received a BA in economics and an, his MBA concentrating in information systems, both from Rice University in Houston, Texas. And without further ado, we welcome Carl Mayer to the show. Carl, how are you doing today? Real good, Chris. I'm happy to be here. It is a pleasure to have you as always. And Carl, you and I have been on a, another sh- another show before and you know, you spoke so much wisdom. We said that we got it. We have to have you here at Sustainable Success to educate our audience here on these particular areas. So when we talk about taking your business to the next level, you know, next level can mean a lot of different things for, you know, the type of business or the size of the business and whatever that whatever's important to the business owner. But mo- mo- But nonetheless, if we stay stagnant, we're either going to get really stale quicker and could be possibly run out of our industry if we stay in the same place. Can we talk about the importance of, you know, even whatever next level means to whatever the listener, what how they interpret that to them, why that's so important to keep moving forward? And and then, I you know, I know you're going to discuss about the importance of management systems that, that, to make that happen. Right. If you stay still, you know, somebody else is eventually going to catch up with you, Right. You know, so whether you're, you know, a giant corporation like, uh, you know, General Electric or, you know, you're a solopreneur or anything in between, you know, there's always somebody out there trying to, uh, you know, do it a little bit better than you, take your customers away. We all know that. So, you know, that's a reason to keep moving forward. Another, you know, reason is just to make your life better. Like you say, Taking things to the next level can mean different things to different people. You know, many people, it's like, I need to grow my business, grow sales. That's going to help me grow profits so I can take care of my family, you know, better security for my for my personal situation. You know, other times it's, I want to grow just, you know, life's a little bit of a game. And, you know, hey, I want to show that I can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, you know, it, it's setting the example, like, you know, setting an example and being a resource for others to do for their businesses, whether if it's a, you know, a one solopreneur or if you're, you know, a small business or a small company or even a mid-sized company, all of those in between that you serve very, very well. It's just so important that we are continuing, like you said, to move forward and we don't get stale and stagnant. And then eventually now we don't have a business anymore because somebody has taken that business away from moving forward. Can you talk about, you know, the importance of systems in business, you know, in this case, you know, management systems or systems in general, why they're so important, you know, and, you know, and how they work with people to really move things in the right direction or move forward and grow in their businesses. Right. There's a few examples that come to mind when I think about systems, you know, when you are, making something yourself like the example that adam smith used in his book was they're going to make a pin and one person to do all the things it takes to make a pin all the metal you know can take you weeks but if you get a system in place you get several people each specializing all of a sudden man you know 
we're popping pins out every 10 minutes. And so, you know, the, the power of a system can be seen in that way. You know, in a more relevant example for most of our daily lives might be, you know, drive over to McDonald's or Subway and, you know, they don't, those sandwiches don't just happen. You know, I, I want a BLT at Subway or whatever. It's like one slap, all the meat's on there. And, you know, which kind of cheese do you want? Boom, next in line. So, you know, we all see the power of systems when we when we look for them a little bit. Oh, that's so true. And and would it be safe to say that, you know, systems are important? And, you know, and, you know especially in this world now where, you know, there's a lot of automation, there's AI and all that. But when it's all said and done, people are going to what are what build, you know, are what build relationships in business. And they the ones that, you know, you know, operate from those values. Systems that can play a, a really important role in kind of bridging the gap, so to speak, or connecting the dots or doing certain things that maybe leverage people to do what they do best and not focus on the things that they don't do best. Can you, can you describe about the, you know, the importance of systems there? Like you said, like with Subway, you know, they have a, you know, they have a system, you know, like where, you know, the, the cheese is in a certain area to the vegetables or the meat, then the, or maybe it's the cheese, the bread, the cheese, the meat, and then whatever. And then kind of flows in that process. Right. Right. Uh, you know, systems sound, you know, and we're going to automate everything. That sounds like a great plan. And we have seen, you know, a lot more automation in terms of, you know, I've got accounting software. I don't have to write everything on a green ledger. And, you know, whatever, just 50 years ago, almost nobody used a computer. And now we've all got them in our hand as our phone. And But if you go look at almost any business that I see, how do things actually get done? The vast majority of businesses, things actually get done with people. Yeah, I've got some software to help them do their job better, but you know, there's still exceptions, there's problems, adapt to new situations, that all happens with people. AI sounds great, but most AI is still compared to, you know, real humans, yes. AI is still pretty dumb. Yes. So having a system to help people help organize your people, show people where we're going, you know, keep the the processes that they actually use up to date. All those things are a system of managing people. So that's really the focus that the things that I focus on is the system for organizing and managing and motivating people. Well, that's great. Let's expand on that because like motivating people and organization organization is so important you know whether if you you know you you know with people now working from home more often or now per maybe some cases can be permanent depending upon the, their business or you know or what company they may work for and so on and then organization in the workplace and vice versa why that's so important and then also that motivation like where how how to keep how do, how are people staying motivated we can, right. If you could expand that, that'd be, that would be great. Right. You know, there's leadership's its own kind of thing, and leadership's very powerful, fantastic, and we see natural leaders or leaders who learn to become leaders. What I'm really focusing on is managing people, and even managing people, you can impact the motivation of an individual greatly. 
you know, if somebody, you know, if you don't communicate with them, you don't listen to them, they don't, you know, it's the, what's the mushroom theory of uh, management, you know, keep them in the dark and, yeah. you know, keep them, you know, that, you know, that takes away motivation. So if we can do things that, you know, promote our supervisors and managers to listen to their people, get feedback, understand what their challenges are. If we can help them know where they want, you know, where are we going and saying, hey, we're actually, you know, got a reason to be here. We're a team. You know, that makes it a lot easier to get up in the morning, come to work and, you know, maybe not be, you know, as excited as the owner is every day, but still be enthusiastic, care about your job a little bit. Yeah, no, I think that's wonderful. So, so true. And what would you like if you were if there was an organization that, you know, that listening right now, you know, whatever size it may, let's even say it's a smaller organization and they're saying, okay, we got systems, but maybe now after hearing what you've been talking about, maybe they're like, wow, you know, I, I, maybe we don't have this in place like we think we do. And we're, you know, what if it could be, what if we could be better organized or maybe there's certain things that we should be incorporating. What would you recommend? Like, what would be the first thing that you would, you know, look at in that case? Like, if, if they were just, you know, seeing this for the first time. Right. So, a lot of times I hear, hey, you know, we've got that startup mentality. We've got five people. Um, you know, we're really, you know, tight knit. Yeah, you've you've handpicked all the people in your organization and you, you know, you can sit around a table and look everybody in the eye and know what's going on with each of them. And at that level, you don't need a really complicated system. You need to talk to your, your handful of people, you know, but if you get up and all of a sudden you've got 50 people, there is almost no way in the world you've got enough hours in the day to have that same kind of relationship to know what everybody's doing and communicate in the same manner. So at that stage, you actually do need systems to help make sure everybody knows where we're going, that they know where they fit in, what they're supposed to do, what decisions they can make. You know, we've got systems to, you know, adapt to say, hey, what are the opportunities? What are the challenges? How do we make decisions? How do we pass that down through the organization as well as hear what's going on, bring information up through the organization about problems and opportunities. These are the types of things that happen at 50 people that you don't have to worry about at five. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a, it depends a little bit on the organization. Yeah. Exactly when that shift happens, different com- types of companies are going to operate a little bit differently. Um, you know, if it's a, you know, if you're in a lawn mowing service, it looks a little bit different than you're, you know, running a law firm or a software company. But at 50 people, any of those companies look a lot different than when they're five people. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think, like you said, where, you know, your systems at that point have to evolve because now there's more than there's 50 people. And there, you know, obviously the more people you have, communication can now be construed in some way or, you know, and and then having systems in place can help can maybe improve the communication or, you know, and, and help make sure people understand what each other is doing so they can be more productive and efficient and so on. You know, I, yeah, I think that's great. 
I know we're getting close to her, you know, uh, you know, to the break. I'd just like to see if you can kind of sum up, you know, a little bit before we head into the, the next segment about what you've talked about, you know, the importance of, of, of systems and, and helping to set a foundation for companies to really now not be stagnant, but to grow, you know, based upon their, their to the level of success that whatever they choose to, to do so. Right. You know, just like when you're, you've got a sales organization, maybe you need a CRM to make that run smoother or your operations, maybe you need a project management system. And for accounting and accounting system, you need a similar system for management when it gets a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. So true. I, I love that. And and I know like, a, you know, CRM systems, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, trying to like, well, it doesn't matter. Find, you know, find something that wherever you are, you can use that. You can always upgrade, you know, you know, to the Salesforce down the road as you get bigger. You know, it doesn't mean you got to start, you get, go into Salesforce immediately and, and cure this large expense because it now want to be viewed as an expense at that point, not something that's working for it. Well, it's still going to work for you, but maybe it's, there's going to be a price to pay for it at that point, depending upon what uh, uh, type of, of Salesforce platform you're going with. But no, no, so, so true. Well, Carl, I know you got more to share here. We got more to come from Call Mirror again. We're talking about, you know, taking your business to the next level. We got to go to break, everybody. When we come right back, we got more to come. We've only touched the tip of the iceberg when it comes to how management systems can grow your business to the next level. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're talking about taking your business to the next level with Carl Mayer. If you're just joining us, again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today at Voice America, or you can listen anytime on demand as well. We strongly encourage you to do so, as Carl shared a lot of great insight of, you know, what, you know, why systems are important 
and taking your business to the next level, whatever that means to you. Could sort of laid out the foundation of what those management systems are and some things that where companies can start if this is something new that they're looking to for the first time. So there is still more to share. So you, you haven't missed everything if you're just joining us. So Carl, you know, I know you talked about kind of set the stage, what systems are and how they can really help keep companies from, you know, be, remaining stagnant and not growing and whatever that level of success means to them. Can you talk about the the six pieces to, you know, really leveraging systems effectively to grow your business? I know in your, your company, you cover those six uh, systems as part of your process. Absolutely. So the first piece we usually start with is helping the whole team understand where we're going and how we think about things. And what we call a one-page business plan is a way to summarize that and give that key information to everybody in the team. That's the first piece. The next piece would be helping under people understand where they fit into the organization. It's natural to want to understand, you know, where where do I fit into this group? What decisions can I make? And what tasks am I responsible for? And who do I go to? Who's my boss if I've got problems? So that's the second piece. The third piece would be management meetings. Our management team is responsible for adjusting course. We're sailing the ship. We've got to adjust the sails and tune the rudder. Same way with a business, we have to understand what are the opportunities, what are the challenges, where are we deviating from our plan, and then identify those issues, have discussions, and make decisions about those issues. Once we do that, then the fourth piece would be helping our supervisors understand the solid practices for listening to their people, giving feedback, evaluating their people, and making sure that they adjust course as well for their group within the organization. The fifth piece would be procedures. We've talked about process and procedure before. Critical to have key procedures documented and figure out, do we have the procedures we need? Who's responsible for them? Are there gaps and overlaps? And then the last piece, of course, we've got to train people for, you know, if there's turnover or we're growing, we've got new people or, you know, they're just moving into new positions or have new situations. And how do we train people on a repeatable basis? So easy to make a video now, but how do we keep track of those? How do people find them? Make sure they have correct access. So those are the six pieces. Got it. I think that's that's great. And, and so you covered the six pieces. Now, it, it, when that you did that in, in, in a sequence, is that the, the per, like the sequence you would start with, with the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth? Or can people, you know, organizations start with like three and then five and then, you know, go in an order that they feel is best for them? Yes, great question. What we find is that every business is different. You need to have flexibility adaptability. It's not slam the answer into the organization and hope it fits. For example, we had a company that came to us and they had four co-founders. 
you know, got along great, you know, the night before when they went out for uh, a drink, but in the office, they were having some conflict, really weren't able to make decisions effectively. So we started with the management meetings and addressed that situation. In another situation, we had a company where, you know, we had like 50 some people in the organization and there's basically one person supervising everybody and boy, were they busy and boy, were they stressed out. So for them, we started with the org chart and started looking at what the organization was and how we could adapt and start building a management team to take some of that pressure off of that individual. So absolutely, we need to look at different tools, you know, based on what the priority is for the company. Yeah, that's great. I I think that's so important. So, you know, I, I mean, systems are always, you know, like you said, are going to be so important. It, it, so, again, I never like to assume, but would it be safe to say that, you know, you talked about a business plan earlier in the first segment, and a plan is kind of like, you know, a kind of an internal document for the organization to kind of know what, where they are and where they're going, what's the long-term vision. Do you, do you advocate that organizations, you know, break out where they are, where they're going to what they know, you know, that could be on a weekly basis, monthly basis, a quarterly basis, and how things are rolling up, and then how these systems are helping them to do that, to keep moving forward? Right. There's some things that are kind of universal for that company, you know, why we're here, you know, Simon Sinek talks about the start with why. So that's really, that's not going to change real quickly. Our values, values are how people make decisions. You know, it's not when we walk down the street, it's not what's the return on investment for opening a door for somebody. It's what are my values? And so those type of articulating those values, once we get them articulated, that's, you know, pretty stable. So that's not changing. The other piece is really about goals. Where do I want to be in whatever, 10 years? Do I want to grow and sell the company? Do I want to, you know, hand it off to the next generation? And then we start to work down from, okay, if it's 10 years, where do I need to be in three to five years to reach my 10-year goal? Where do I need to be in one year to meet my three to five-year goals? And down to, you know, from there, we break it down into quarterly goals, apartment goals, individual goals. And, you know, so it it flows all the way down. Yeah, I think that's great what you said. You know, you're not just looking at the organization, but you're breaking down, you know, the the, the team unit or the business unit, whatever that is, how they're set up and then down to an individual level and, and so important. Would the systems also incorporate any type of measurement, like to measure, just like if you're measuring conversions in marketing or sales or you know, measuring your return on investment, if you invested in something, is that yielding a return? Or you know, it, it, are we retaining quality employees and getting the most out of them, that type of thing? Can you discuss like about the it, it, the measurement part of of systems and 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 how that can play an important role? Absolutely, we really encourage companies to have some measurement at least on a weekly basis. So, if we have management meetings, we recommend on a weekly basis. We need to have certain kinds of measurement. Often. A, are tied to goals and looking at different areas of the organization and say, okay, how are we doing? 
you know, against our target and we're above, below, do we need to make adjustments, corrections? And then we also have measurements that are more monthly or quarterly, perhaps financial goals might be monthly and larger quarterly goals. And again, that might be tied back to the the goals of the organization so that they're, you know, not just not measuring random things, but we're measuring things that tie back to accomplishing the goal. Got it. Yeah, I think that's important. And and then the I guess the 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 I guess if I'm going to ask a question, how important now with systems now being a playing a, a, a strategic role in helping a company move forward and streamlining processes and maybe solving challenges, creating solutions, that type of thing. How important is consistency in that process? Right. I mean, for any part of your organization, I mean, your customers looking for consistency, aren't they? You know, if you go to McDonald's, I know what I'm going to get. No surprises. I'm not going here for, you know, surprises. That's I go to the theater for, for that, but I want to get a consistent result. So I need to have consistent quality in order to get consistent quality. I've got to have consistent behaviors from my employees, from my suppliers. Everything's got to consistently come together to get that kind of quality result, which is what your customers are to, you know, looking at for, unless it's an entertainment situation, perhaps. But even so, the quality of the, you know, the theater, everything, you know, ties back to that. So, yes, consistency is really important. So if you're not having management meetings on a regular basis, how do you know if things are behaving consistently? How do you see problems or opportunities and make adjustments so that you stay within the boundaries? You don't you know, you can keep delivering that quality product. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I, I agree 100%. And, you know, th- within this process, you know, communication is so important because, it, 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 you know, if you could talk a little bit about that, and I know you're going to be talking a little bit more about the implementation side here in the last segment and sharing about how to, you know, you know connect all the dots. But I guess, you know, can, if you could shed the insight again about the importance of the communication throughout this process, so to speak. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're talking about management. By definition, that's managing people. Managing people is really, in my mind, about changing behavior. If they were already doing exactly what they're supposed to do, there wouldn't be much management to be done. But we all know there's a lot of opportunity to manage. You know, we've got interpersonal conflict. We've got whether people show up on time. Do they follow the process? You know, are they are they aware of what's going on around them? So communication is critical to be able to make those changes. And at the at the lowest level, that's your first level supervisor. And for so many companies, when they first promote somebody to supervisor, they're not sending them to some training course. They're not even giving them, you know, a management book. Usually they're like, okay, take care of it. (laughs) You know, if it's a small company, it's hard to, you know, have the resources to send them to an expensive formal training. Understand that. But 
we can help them understand some key aspects, use some key tools like how to run a one-on-one meeting with their direct reports and be able to gather the information to identify what's potentially keeping this employee from being productive. Are we measuring their activity? Are they on track? What feedback can we give them in a consistent, concise manner that helps actually change their behavior? And we've got, you know, some, there's really are some very good tools out there that are very easy to use and ton of research and experience to to use those. And then we also have to give feedback to the people in terms of how are you doing and what can you do better? Yeah. So if you tie those together, that's kind of the base level of communication. Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, getting back to the consistency thing we talked about before that you were sharing, you know, the communication has got to be the same way, consistent. And it, and it, and not just, you know, sender to receiver, but receiver to sender, vice versa, you know, back and forth. And usually more with the more and more people you have in your organization as you grow, that's where things can break down and there could be, you know, issues. And so what what, what would you suggest? I mean, there are, there, there are systems to improve communications, I would take it, too. You know, there's things out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Starting... Well, starting with the fact that you just mentioned communication is a two-way process. So if it's not going two ways, it's a lecture. No. You know, helping your supervisors understand that it's a two-way process. And then your supervisors talking to your managers, talking to the top management, each of those levels needs to have a two-way process. So that is absolutely the core of it. You know, as you move forward and you say, okay, we've got to make decisions, we have to have communication, so we have to have good information there. And, you know, how do we get communication between different parts of the organization? When you've got a handful of people, sales and operations and accounting and everything is all right there talking to each other. Now we're starting to get, you know, silos build up and we've got to make sure that there's communication across those different organizations. Salespeople and accountants don't necessarily always hang out together and talk easily right yeah and they may and again they may process information differently you know maybe some communication channel responds better to certain people versus other that could be through generational types as well like you know if you have gen z millennials versus gen x and baby boomers and so on right at different stages of my life i've definitely you know have communicated very differently so yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's true how we process information. We can't just assume because we communicated that it works for you, that it's going to work for everyone else. So it's, it's, I guess that's where the communication becomes very important. Being So you understand what works best for certain people, groups, and how they process that information to move forward. Well, I know you got more to share here uh, coming into the uh, next segment on the implementation side. I know we got to go to break. But again, you shared some really great insights. And again, for those that are just joining us here in the second segment, you can listen to the show in its entirety here later today here at Voice America. And we strongly encourage you to listen to the show as Carl has shared a lot of great uh, golden nuggets and wisdom into how management systems can dramatically impact your business to the next level, whatever that means to you. So we got more to come here, taking your business to the next level with Carl Mayer, and we'll be right back after the break. 
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're talking about taking your business to the next level with Carl Mayer. Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to helping you connect, reconnect with old friends, colleagues, and opportunities to meet new people for the first time. This is a membership program where it takes all the noise out of social media. So if you're not someone who is active on social media, Perhaps this is the platform for you. This is a great way to not only perhaps maybe land your next job opportunity, but perhaps meet a new business partner or a new business venture that going forward. Again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Carl, you have shared so much wisdom about, you know, talking about the importance of what, how systems work to really take a business to the next level, talking about the foundation. You went into about the six uh, steps in the pro in that process or the six key parts of management systems for especially towards lower middle uh, market companies that you really really hone in on yourself and your business. Let's just chat a little bit from you know from your perspective about the implementation process. What would that look like for a, you know a lower middle market company or organization that's incorporating this? Absolutely. One of the things that happens when you're an expert in any field and any business owner is going to be an expert in their business. So as an expert, you, you really are diving into the details and you're seeing a lot of information you're processing it at a very expert level. So it's really, really easy to assume that everybody else has that same level of knowledge about what's going on. They're like, you know, my people are here every day. They must know all this. And the reality is they have a very different perspective and a very different set of experiences than you do. So that's why one of the things that we're, we try and get to for fairly early in the process is talking about that one-page business plan. You know, what is your mission? Why are you here? You know, why are you so excited getting up in the morning? And of course, we all want to make money, but there's 
it's much more motivational for most people to understand that you know, we are really helping in our little way make the world a better place. And so articulating that so we can communicate that to the organization, this is an example of what we're talking about is taking what's in that owner's brain and putting it down on paper, putting it into processes. And so the first thing we've got to do is is have some meetings, have some communication with that manager, owner, and understand you know, what are they thinking? How do they make decisions? What are their goals? As we start to put that together, then we can communicate it. And so that's a really, really important part of the of the implementation. Wow. Yeah, that's so, so important. What would be some other things like, again, if they, if you can maybe share, maybe if you have any examples, you can maybe share, you know, where, you know, wherever companies are and, you know, anything that you think that could really help, you know, illustrate that, that, that process you just described. Right. So how do we get to, you know, whether it's the business plan of the, you know, management meetings or supervisors or whichever part of it, for so many small, you know, lower middle market companies, they're very busy. I mean, there's so much going on and many times they're just overwhelmed. So to say, hey, we're going to come in, have this big meeting, we'll come back in 90 days, you know, 90 days from now, that's a lifetime. You know, and I've long forgotten about what we talked about, you know, two weeks ago. So <laughs> what what we try and do with our implementation process is have a weekly cycle where we're touching base. We're saying, okay, here's what we're going to try and do over the next week. We come back the next week. How did it go? You know, what were the challenges? What did what worked well? Great. Well, here's a little more information, a little review, little next steps. Let's try this for the coming week. And so that type of routine really helps with the implementation. Takes the load off of the manager who's already usually overwhelmed with so many things going on from having to, you know, write that plan, keep it, you know, moving along so we can help help hold them accountable and say okay we'll be back next week just like an exercise coach might yeah no absolutely i think that's that's great and 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 implementation what you described i always find that when people hear like you know real life fit situations and they can kind of then you know see it from their perspective and say i can relate to that or that makes sense to me so it doesn't mean that one example might resonate, but there could be something else. So I think that that it's important to share uh, that information, and and you know, so it, it not only helps, you know, that company, but you know, it can help other people, you know, maybe in their industry or even outside their industry. What do you What do you feel like? Like I mean, if you if from your your, uh, you know, your experience, like what do you feel has been the shortest amount of time that somebody's on average made an implementation like made that work for them or what is the average time that you see because i know a lot of people they we're looking for results right away but the reality is it doesn't work always work that way but what what would typically be like a a a, a, a time like a cycle of time that you see where people start to see those changes with the systems you know with the implementation right i was working with uh uh two partners and 
we were kind of, we were absolutely going through some of these steps. We were having regular meetings. We were talking about the, the processes and putting all these different pieces in place. And after about three or four months, they're like, okay, now listen, Carl, we, we've been here. We've been doing all this stuff. And it's not, it sounds great, but we've been over three months and we haven't seen, you know, sales haven't moved. You know, we're not seeing the, the bottom line results we want to see you know like right but we have you know each month we've changed one thing so we've changed three things so far I'm like yep that's true but i still haven't seen bottom line results you're right you're right so but let's think about this if we make it through the whole year and we've changed let's say we don't even get all 12 but we get 10 things changed would that have a big impact well it probably would so tell you what, give me a few more months and let's see how it goes. So we made it just past six months and that's when we started to see sales nudge up. Yeah. We that had been flat sales for three years in a row. And all of a sudden we start saw sales nudge up a little bit. So, well, let's see how it goes, you know, in month eight. Oh, up again, month nine, up again, up, up, up. And this was a company then over the, we saw no results for six months. Over the next 18 months, sales doubled. Sales doubled. And, and, and I love what you just said, because again, there's that, that, that mentality, they're looking for results immediately. And, and the thing is, it takes one thing to change that it could take some time for that change to start to become more permanent, where you start to see the results from that, that lead into the next thing they change, then that could lead into... And then all of a sudden it trickles upward. Oh, we just increased by a percent. And then it went to 3%. Now we're at 10%. Now, oh my God, we doubled our sales. It could happen, you know, a year from now, two years from now, three. And then in hindsight, they're looking back going, oh my God, this was incredible. But they're at the time, they're so caught up in, oh, I got to have immediate results. And I, you illustrated that very, very well. Can you chat a little bit about what your company is doing in this particular, what you've talked about throughout the entire show today and how you're helping companies to see these types of results. It may not be in a month or two months, maybe even not even a quarter where they start, but that in time and, you know, that they start to see these when they go back and say, was it worth it? It's like, well, yeah, now in hindsight, absolutely. Thank God Carl kept us on track and didn't, you know, allow us to kind of bail out when, when, when we started to see the changes you know, just start to manifest itself. If you could talk a little bit about some of those things you're doing with your company in that area. Right. Anytime you're making changes with people, whether it's your employees, yourself, you know, you're changing habits. So much of what we do is by habit. You know, which exit do I get off on at the freeway? It's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I always get on that one. Okay. So, but habits... You know, all the experienced research says you really need 30 days to change a habit, you know, if you consistently work at it. So if we can change one habit in one month, we're, we've done well. And if we're going to change six habits, and let's say we've got six tools, that's going to take at least six months. So that's why we feel, you know, having regular interaction, regular follow-up, helps make sure you're focused on changing that behavior, changing that habit. And communication goes up and down. 
But change usually comes from the top. Most organizations, you know, we talk about bottom up, but most change comes from top down. So when the management changes their their habits, their behaviors, then the change moves out throughout the whole organization. And you're right, that takes time. So our implementations take a minimum six months and the behaviors, the changes, we, you know, they start happening very quickly, but the results really take at least six months before you see those, the impact of those. And then, yeah, two to three years, you know, now with all that organization, we're able to handle more work. Yeah. Then when your sales team brings in more work, we're able to respond, we're able to give great service, and we keep the customers longer, and they buy more and cross sales. And all of a sudden, we look out and two or three years from now, it's very common, it's not a guarantee, but it's very common to see companies that are selling twice as much within a two to three year period. Yeah, no, that's so true. I, you know, I can look back and either from my own personal experience when I've worked with clients and just like people like yourself and what you're doing with Abundant. And, you know, they look back and they say, oh my God, you know, look where I'm at three years later. And, you know, but I was so caught up in like, I got to have results right away. But if we hadn't kept with it, you know, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be where we are today. And, and, and that's always, I guess, the challenge is keeping them on course because you know their belief factor isn't right completely there yet. Because you know, so you got to get them. So as they're getting evidence of more and more things happening, they start to believe not only in in you, but more importantly, they got to start believing in themselves and trusting the process. Anything else that you'd like to you know you know you know share to kind of really solidify from your perspective, Carl, the importance of the implementation process. One of the things, you know, we, it's easy to talk about the, the increase in sales or the, the sexy processes that we've got. But the other piece that really we see the impact is on just the personal health and life of the, of the manager. You know, if you've got whatever, 20, 50, however many people that you're managing and you, you're not able to effectively delegate because you haven't built those systems. That's a lot of stress and it's a lot of time and it's really hard to take a vacation. So that's a change that we see as we go through this process. And a year later, people are feel more comfortable taking a little time off. They don't feel like they've got to work, you know, a hundred hours a day or whatever it might be. So that's the other part of the impact that that we really see very very frequently. Wow, wow, that's great. Yeah, it's so true. And I know you, like I said, you've done a lot of great things with your organization and working, especially with these uh, lower middle market uh, organizations and so on. And again, we uh, we we hope that again, you know, people are going to get to know you and and they're going to reach out and we're going to give you that opportunity. But before we do, let people know how to get in contact with you. Any like a, a a final impact statement, something very brief you'd like to just leave that kind of sums up everything that you talked about here today. Well, let's wrap it up with one sentence here. <laughs> yes. um, there you go. The you know the power of a process is you know what has built 
organizations from Henry Ford with the assembly line to General Motors to McDonald's it is the fundamental driver of so many successful businesses. I'm sure you can see that there's ways to implement yeah. that into your business and managing people as well. I love it. Carl, I want to first thank you personally for taking time out of your schedule to be with us here today. You shared so much wisdom. How can people get in contact with you? Anything else that you'd like to let them know or uh, uh, share with them? Uh, but more importantly, how they can continue this conversation with you to move forward? Absolutely. The best way to you know, start the or continue the conversation on a more personal level with about your business would be to email me at carl at abundant.com. And so that's the most direct way to get in touch with me. If you'd like to learn more, you can certainly find out more on LinkedIn at Carl K. Meyer. The is my LinkedIn, LinkedIn slash in slash Carl K. Meyer. Abundant.com is our website. There's more information there. You can also find us on the other social media like YouTube or uh, Facebook, some of those as well. And we'll make sure that we post that for sure for you. Carl, thank you so much again for being here. We can't thank you enough. We wish you all the success in all you're doing with Abundant. Listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here the Sustainable Success Way. Again, we're committed to your success Feel free to reach out to us at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Let us know your feedback, anything that's important to you that we could have in a future show in terms of content. And again, if you're looking to really close the year strong, start the year even better, reach out to us again at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week. Have a great Labor Day, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.